<laughs> Did I scare you? Listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film: Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and America's sweetest and babiest little brother, Finn. Vinny, what gives you the impression that babyest is a word? Well, you know, I'm the baby brother out of the four siblings in our family, so I'm the babyest of them all. This is not the podcast where my brother tries to butcher the english language for those of you who haven't listened before <laughs> isn't this is the it podcast isn't it though isn't it where we two brothers uh, no no remark on babying levels for either of us switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one Vinny, i forgot for a second who selected it you selected the movie this week what is the name of the movie you selected i have selected for us something that is borderline <laughs> at best horror movie jake i have selected for us tromaville's own 1984 the toxic avenger yep Vinny. it's not a horror movie i don't like we can get into a debate about it and we'll i guess we'll get to the specifics at the end about whether or not it scared us come on but i mean come on in a way it's I would okay, so I personally would not classify this as a horror movie because the lack thereof, you know, scares and such and horror elements. I think where the horror probably comes into play is the uh uber amounts of gore that is in it. Yeah, no, it's extremely gory, but it's more like a gory superhero movie than anything else. Yeah, that would probably be the best classification for it. I guess in 1984, they didn't really know how to classify it. Yeah, I guess if Iron Man was ripping people's limbs off and beating them with them, then (laughs) probably that would be regarded as a horror movie as well. We'll just never know, Finn. Yeah. No, that would make sense. I mean, I guess that's why Brightburn isn't technically a superhero film. Yeah, that one's technically a horror movie, too, I think, but I haven't actually seen it. Vinny, let's not talk about Brightburn, although James Gunn also got to start with Troma. With, uh, what, Tromeo and Juliet, right? He did, yeah. Didn't he work on Kabuki Man, too? Yeah, I looked them up on Wikipedia, and apparently they've made literally thousands of movies, so... Tromaville has been around for a very long time, and I think the reason why it gets so much love is because it is entirely, like, do-it-yourself. It is very punk rock. It may be more ways than one, but <laughs> I probably have a longer thing to say about that at the end although i do want to tease you a little bit i sort of got into like a philosophical hole on this movie when i was thinking about it which is not what i would typically happen to me in a a movie like this a 1980s 
I don't know what you would call it, exploitation movie. It's not even quite that. It's it's a very shock value for the sake of shock kind of movie. And I think it's supposed to do something. It's supposed to basically make you feel a certain way. But, well, I mean, when we get into the what movie. Th- what does that sentence mean? Every movie is trying to make you feel a certain way. Well, there's this movie is particularly trying to make you feel probably really fucking angry. <laughs> I don't know about th- I mean, that's definitely a reaction you could have to what's going on in this movie. Um, what this movie made me think about, and this is just a tease for the end because it's not going to make any sense now, was... The production of Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie about Freddie Mercury's life. Now, Vinny, you're going to wonder why, and I'm going to tell you at the end. So that's something we're just going to talk in our back pocket. Everyone at home's like, why? That doesn't make any sense. It will, or it won't, but I'll talk for much longer about it. Oh, I, I mean, I can't wait. All right, well, then I, I had a, a bunch of like extra things I wanted to say about the movie, but I guess I'll tuck that in the end, too. All right, well... Uh, Vinny, you have, have you seen Toxic Avenger before? Yes. A, uh, I'd say about maybe like 10 or 15 years ago. Okay. Did you like it at the time? I thought it was fucking wild, um, and mildly amusing around 15 years ago. <laughs> okay. I have not seen the movie before. I did watch the cartoon series that was based on it in the early 90s. That my brother informed me before we started recording apparently only lasted for 12 episodes. I'm fairly certain I saw all of them on repeat. Yeah, around that time in the 80s, they didn't... Well, actually, this was around the 90s when the cartoon series came. Um, They were, like, throwing anything and everything at the fucking wall to see what would stick for, like, something long-lasting. Because the pinnacle back then was the Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles ruled everything. It ruled toys. It ruled all sorts of merch and cartoons and everything. So everybody wanted a piece of that fucking pie. Yeah, and that was also a property that prior to it being a children's television show was a bit more dubious and adult-oriented. So I think that it's it's actually not that crazy to think that you could do a similar thing with Toxic Avenger. I mean, but... there, there's a lot of... I mean, if you think about it growing up, We used to have toys that had, like, Alien on there, Rambo. There was all sorts of, like, movie, like, shit that was hidden. Mortal Kombat, like, had toys and shit. And, like, that's a lot of adult-oriented stuff. So, we just had a better childhood, really. All right. Um, I'll get get into more uh, about that a little bit later, though. Okay, so Faye's got his own tease there. Everybody's getting teased. We're tickling the balls on this one. <laughs> um, I, I, I've never seen any trauma movie before, let alone this one. I know that this movie is considered to be gross. Spoiler alert, true. <laughs> and I didn't know much else about it. It's not really the type of thing that I would pick, but... You know, that's why you're on this podcast. That's This is where my worth comes into play. <laughs> otherwise, Arguably. <laughs> other, otherwise, we would probably have been stuck watching, I don't know, something very similar to, like, fucking I think I'm thinking of ending things. 
For the record, I'm thinking of ending things got more listens than Cannibal Holocaust, so <laughs> Vinny's looking for a new record low on this one. Maybe, maybe not. I'm very hopeful. We'll see. It's something completely different, and I like to bring different to the show. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into the movie, Vin? No. Let's go to the movies. Oh, yeah. That was the thing we were trying. Yeah. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the movies. Yeah, I like that. You had some verve on that. All right, Vinny. Let us tarry no further. Let's get into the meat of this thing. All right. So to start off, Trauma Entertainment, which is a brave new world for us, Vin. (laughs) And... We get a warning right from the top that this movie has extreme violence, and that checked out. Yeah, almost, well, not immediately. Give it, like, a couple of moments. Not very many, but, (laughs) yeah. Then we get a voiceover about New York City, and the gist of it is essentially, what great progress, but also, ooh, what a mess. So... (laughs) I feel like that is basically how New York started, but we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, and then we get some music in the background with someone going like, ooh, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, what we find out is apparently all the toxic waste in the city gets put into Tromaville. And we're at the Tromaville Health Club where we're watching a bunch of hard bodies working out. Yeah, a fuck ton of them. We got a little bit of the male and female gaze going on. Yeah, that's why I said hard bodies. Yeah. <laughs> you get both varieties. Yeah, I respect it. You know, as much as, like, it is a lot of women butts, it's also a lot of dude butts and junk, too, so. Yeah, and the 80s was really the rise of, like, workout culture and, like, going to the gym and all that, so people love that shit then. Yeah, that's all because of, uh, fucking Richard, uh, what the fuck's his name? Yeah, it wasn't because of him. He was just capitalizing on that. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> You're talking about the sweating of the oldies, dude. Yes. You went as him for Halloween one year. I did. I can't. Why can't I remember his name? Hmm? Well, we'll never know. <laughs> so anyways, Vin, some nerd isn't working out well enough, so a muscle dude grabs him and tosses him aside. And, Vin, there's a song that's called Body Talk playing, and... I gotta admit, it's pretty catchy. I like it. I was I was bumping to it. I was like, all right. I mean, if there's going to be some terrible things going to be happening on the screen soon, but at least I have this song to comfort me. <laughs> Do you want to give your impression of the song, Finn? I can't. I don't know it off the top it's of like, my head. It's like, body talk, body talk. Let us listen to your body talk. Uh, you know what? Why, why put impressions in when I could just throw a clip in right about here? You're just going to replay me doing it because I did it perfectly, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, so we got the main nerd who's mopping up. And, I mean, we know where this is going. <laughs> and then he makes some uh, cool guy mad in the hot tub. So this guy's going to be hot tub guy. And everyone else in the tub is equally disgusted with the mop nerd. Yeah, they fucking can't stand him. Yeah, just, like, the sight of the, him, like, makes them visibly angry. Fucking hot tub guy. 
he's got to be like one of the most angriest individuals that we have seen in all the movies. Like he he's just filled with rage every second he is on the screen. <laughs> to be fair, he does explain to several people that he is high strung. Oh, well, okay. At least he said it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> he has various ways of dealing with that stress, Vin, which include, you know, having sex. Yes. Working out. Yep. Hitting people with a car in some sort of gaming system. Wait, what? Hmm? No. Anyways, we'll no, see how they do. Do you want to? Okay. All right. Maybe we'll go back to that one after, I guess. Yeah, maybe we'll, it'll come up again. I can't imagine how, though. I don't know. So... They all do a bit in the hot tub about how the mop guy stinks, but he doesn't get it because he's also, and I hesitate to say this because I find it disgusting, possibly mentally handicapped. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't see it. He's just awkward. He doesn't seem to understand things either. I guess. I mean, whatever. Like, how are you supposed to, like, react around a bunch of half-naked people working out all the time? You'd be like bumping and going <laughs> like through the whole thing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Just like keeping to myself, keeping quiet and like cranking it <laughs> like nonstop. <laughs> Where's the broom closet? Just like all sorts of faces and bodies like slipping in there. Not always the ones I want. Yeah. It's just, you don't want that CD skipping and, and hard bodies like stop listening. Cause then they'll just hear the, the hard thumping coming through from the broom closet. <laughs> Let's just say people will hear my body talk afterwards. <laughs> Anyways, he accidentally puts the mop in the tub when he's turning around, which makes everyone scatter. And then they ask him if he's mentally handicapped. Oh, joy. <laughs> yep. Except that's not the phrase they use, is it, Vin? No. <sighs> Anyways, the hot tub guy screams because the mop guy is fucking up his karma. And then he screams and runs away. Like, he goes like, ah! Oh, yeah. Hot Tub Guy does. Yep. And then Hot Tub Blonde yells at Mop Guy 2. And then also screams like a cartoon character. Yeah. So, you know, the acting is just fucking top notch in this movie. <laughs> they are. I don't want to, like, hammer them too much. They are doing this on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a type. It's definitely like they're they're overly playing a character. Yeah, it's very much up until all of the gore <laughs> and the nudity. It's very much like high school style acting. I can't. Or it's just like it. just you got to hit the notes as hard as you can. Right. It's where like if you like you know it's just like if you can't convey it in like a softer like tone and like menacing it's just like just be loud and explosive right like if you're angry be like the angriest you've ever been and do it every time yeah. <laughs> it's just one in 11 there's no way between here nope. but anyways the hot tub guy is lifting some weights now trying to work out his anxiety and his friend is smoking a cigarette telling him to work on his gut because he's getting flabby. And he's like, what? No, I'm not. And then he pinches a little bit of flab, but he's like, ah, fat. Yeah, and he starts, like, pumping iron faster. Yeah, that'll do it. Man, they're all slaves to their bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm their just bodies could talk, they would say, no more, please. Yeah, whereas my body's like, please stop eating all the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> My body's like, you, you know you're not going to live forever, right? <laughs> and like, even less than you think, you keep this up. And it's just like, I know, but it's so delicious. And <laughs> be like, lasagna makes you shut up. <laughs> Anyways, the cigarette guy and tall brunette sneak off somewhere to make out. And she's worried about people finding them, but he's like, I paid someone to keep them out. Yeah, $15. And then she points out something in a newspaper about a hit-and-run spree. And she... Apparently, they're the perpetrators. Yeah. That's the long and short of it. Yeah, they're, they are... They're awfully fucking horny over the fact that they run people over. <laughs> yeah, they're both getting increasingly turned on, imagining... Hitting more people with cars. Yeah, as smoking guys just like, I love to hear the bones crunch when I fucking hit them. They always seem to think we're not going to do it. That does seem a reasonable (laughs) thing for them to think (laughs) up until the moment it's not true. Yeah, but you know what, though? It comes up later, but it's like, at least they hit the people in the middle of the road. It's not like they're breaking, like, they're not breaking the law and hitting people on sidewalks or something. They're not breaking the law. <laughs> Interesting legal theory by Vinny. Don't, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say this, Vinny, in case you don't know it. You're not allowed to hit people in the middle of the road either. Oh. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is going to be your last episode as a free man. <laughs> Anyways. Who knows any public defenders? <laughs> Vinny, they have some movie sex on a table, which is to say she is topless and kind of tossing her hair back and forth and moaning, but it doesn't actually resemble sex in any way. No, not really. It's just like a lot of chucking and jiving, just pushing and pulling. Pretty much, yeah. And then the mop guy comes in and gawks at them. And then he gives a big smile, like, oh, right. (laughs) It's like, I feel bad, because it's like, damn, that's right out in the open. And you know what? He's trying to work. And it's like, but I mean, if he's going to watch, he might as well try to find some place to fucking hide. (laughs) I mean, he has a vested interest in stopping them, because he's going to have to clean that semen up. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, oh man, that's like the 12th time today. Yeah, he literally, like the Three Stooges, goes like, yuck, yuck, yuck at him. <laughs> this is the stickiest gym in the world. <laughs> Anyways, Tall Brunette pulls a switchblade on the mop guy, sending him running, but she does not dismount when she does this. Penis still in. Yeah, probably growing more erect. <laughs> Given, given the particulars of the individuals involved. Right. Now, Hot Tub Guy is asking the blonde what the points are for hitting people. And, well, then, she lists off a bunch of racial slurs and notes that the kids count more. So it's basically like 25 points for, I mean, I'm not going to say them. I'm not going to say any of them. But let's imagine, I don't know, like Italian people, <laughs> Polish people, let's say Asian people, and or... African-American. Yeah, and they're all racial slurs. Sure does. And then she's like, oh, and kids count more. <laughs> it's and okay, buddy. And then he's like, does it count if I grace them? And they're like, no, you gotta fucking kill them. Yeah, because, you know, witnesses. 
<laughs> is that why? I thought it was just for love of the game. Oh. I don't know. I figure, like, you don't want to leave a witness alive because then it's just, like, null and void, right? I just, like, for in a home run derby, you don't want to see a hard grounder down the third baseline. Yeah, probably not, no. <laughs> Alright, so, some kid heads off onto the night on his bike, you know, like you do, Vin. Yeah, With, and like, I his he's... mom even being like, see ya. No, it's his sister. Okay. Wait, how do you know that? Because he says goodbye, sis. Maybe that's her name. <laughs> it says, yes, his mother's sis. Yeah. What's her full name, then? Sisyphus. <laughs> Fucking. You might have heard of a rock. Jesus Christ. I also like to mention that he's not wearing, like, reflective shit or anything. So it's just like, this kid's just, he's kind of asking for it. Yeah, he does have a helmet on, though, because... The dummy looks stupid without <laughs> Yeah, because the head just looks smaller without Whoa. <laughs> well, we'll see. Anyways, they pull up beside him and laugh and wave at him. And then Hot Tub speeds ahead and spins the car around and hits him, tossing him over the car. Yeah, Vinny, everybody claps inside. Yeah, did you want to mention what decals were on the side of their car? I didn't notice, so you would have to tell us, Ben. And the decals on the side of the car were just, like, basically basic pedestrian images of dogs, people, kids, and babies with X's on them. I see. This is to indicate their previous conquests? Yeah, basically. You know, like, when, like, a college football player (laughs) puts, like, stickers on his helmet? This is like a Buckeye at Ohio State. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. I get it. Alright, so the kid is dragging himself around on the ground, which makes Tall Brunette very angry. Yeah, she's like incredibly pissed off. And Hot Tub Guy is unhappy because he's being denied full points for letting the kid live. And, oh boy. He, uh, he backs the car up over his head, squishing, uh, <laughs> squishing it like a melon. <laughs> Squish it like, yeah, it's one of the juiciest melons, too. And can we immediately say, oh, boy, do the special effects of this movie are like, like, wow. How do you mean? I mean, they look good. (laughs) No, I mean, he's wearing a helmet, so it doesn't look like a real head, and then they back over a helmet with a melon in it, basically. Yeah, no, it looks good. It looks pretty convincing. Come on, man. That's decent craft. It's not bad. I just like I've ran over kids' heads. Like that's not what it looks like. So okay, then what does it look like then? Do you not look at me as I am dialing nine one one? I don't. You don't like how when you hit a bird with a hammer, how its chest looks. (laughs) What a callback! Oh my god! Holy (laughs) shit! That's like top. That's the first ten episodes there. Anywho, the girl gets out and snaps some Polaroids of the kid's crushed head. Yeah, good. And the blonde Ev- looks at fucking one. Fucking evidence. <laughs> Let's take pictures of our fucking murder. Everybody needs stuff to get off to later, I guess, man. Woof. And the blonde looks at one of the photos and says, This is fun, before heading back. <laughs> like, oh, thank God. I thought it was horrifying when she said that. 
oh, I can relax now. <laughs> and then Hot Tub Guy keeps repeating, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. I want to do it again. But Cigarette Guy's like, I have to go home. I need to go to church in the morning. Which they all go like, ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they all agree. They're like, yes, the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the humor in this movie, Vin? It's pretty crass. It's, uh... A lot of it is me being like, yes, I recognize the joke. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's, But not actually laughing, necessarily. I... It's... If there is laughs, it's mostly uncomfortable, like, nervous laughs. Like, oh boy. Speaking of which... The next day, a gay stereotype is leading an aerobics class while Cigarette watches him smirking. And Cigarette sneaks up behind him and drops a snake down his shirt. Well, the snake kind of, like, graces the back of his neck before it gets dropped down. So it's kind of like, how'd you not feel that thing going down there, dude? He's very into his aerobics presentation. Yes. In fact, Vinny, what is the last thing he says before the snake gets dropped down there? I don't know. He tells all the women who are watching him to do exactly as he does. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I I thought he said that before, but nonetheless. Speaking of jokes where I'm like, yes, this is a joke. <laughs> right, because then he he's, starts. Yeah, he starts fucking like crawling it and like doing all sorts of funky moves because of the snake. And they all are like, OK. Yeah, they, like, literally do a look like each other with, like, a big, like, high school acting shrug. See, like, this... You know what I mean? Where you do, like, the elbows out and the palms pressing towards the ceiling? Yes, that's the classic move. Yeah. And then they all start, like, gesturing in the same way he does. See, I bet you that they could have taken this scene out of this movie and put it on the cartoon. No. (laughs) I don't think so. No? As I recall, he mostly just fought other monsters in the cartoon, not so much, you know, rapey people murdering kids with cars. No, that's but that's not what happened in that scene. But you you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I don't want to see that in my cartoons, that's for sure. Anyways, Vinny, Hot Tub Guy is raging out, playing racquetball with his gang. Yeah. And Mop Guy is watching... They all kind of growl at him through the window. (laughs) And then the blonde hatches a plan to fix that mop guy's wagon. This is a direct quote. Yeah, what? (laughs) You know, like, fuck him up, I guess. (laughs) Fix wagon and fuck up are two different things completely, man. Are Are you telling me that, like... Back in, like, the Oregon Trail days, if someone says, I'm gonna fix your wagon, it's just, like, stay away from that guy. (laughs) You have to remember that despite the fact that, like, it's kids in this movie, it was written by, like, an older man. That's true. So he's like, oh, yeah, no, he's gonna fuck him up. He's gonna fix that guy's wagon. Which is like, what? (laughs) But also, like, isn't that a positive thing? They're like, no, no, it's bad, it's bad. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm going to make you wish you were never born. I'm going to unclog your dish tray. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, it's gonna, it's just going to fucking drain real easy after that. With pain. Anyways, <laughs> she approaches him at the pool and apologizes for being so nasty to him yesterday. And she wonders 
if he will help her with the problem she's been having. Mm -hmm. She wants to meet him in the girls' locker room. And in the next scene, Tall Brunette is spotting the boys as they do sit-ups and also pass back and forth a cigarette they're smoking. Yeah, and you can hear the ADR, like, putting in the inhales between each time they shift over. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of ADR in this, as we'll get to. Absolute. Alright, so the blonde tells them that the plan is on, and... Vinny, we're with some guys driving some radioactive waste around, as you do. And one of the guys wants to stop and do some drugs... The other guy's like, well, we're not supposed to, but who could say no to cocaine? Yeah, they, like, pull over, and guy's like, why didn't you tell me earlier? And they're just ready to fucking bust out their dollar bills and mirrors. Pretty much. Now, Vinny the Blonde is waiting in a bathing suit in the locker room for the mop guy, and she says she's upset with Hot Tub Guy, and she wants to break up with him. Then she strokes Mop Guy's hair and tells him she thinks he's sensitive and handsome and kind. And she's like... She tells him she wants to do it with him, and he tries to kiss her, but she kind of palms his face. She says, let's go down by the pool, and after we fuck, we can swim. (laughs) What a bonus. (laughs) So it's like two fun things this afternoon. (laughs) After we fuck, we can get ice cream, and it's just like, hell yeah. Dude, I'm down. <laughs> I think I feel like I'd be afraid to go swimming after fucking because it's like, what about cramps? I feel good about getting the stuff off of me. Anyways, <laughs> first she wants him to change into something pink, and she gets out a tutu, and he says it's sissy stuff. So, despite not being on the level mentally, he is. With it enough to be homophobic, so that's great. (laughs) But she convinces him by taking her top off. So Vinny, he strolls to the pool in a pink outfit with a tutu, with his mop in hand for some reason. And the radioactive guys are now nose deep in their cocaine, so that's going pretty well. Yeah, they're having a great time. They're looking kind of like Tony Montana. (laughs) The fucking mountain of cocaine on his desk. Yeah, they look just like Tony Montana. They look like a white guy pretending to be Hispanic. (laughs) Is that what you meant? No, I think that's in the second Toxic Avenger movie. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something you're not joking about there, buddy. (laughs) It's dark, so the mop guy can't see anything, and she tells him to put his arms around her, but when the lights come on, he's hugging his sheep with a wig on, And everybody's laughing at him. Mm -hmm. And he pushes his way through the crowd and runs away screaming. And in a bit of an overreaction, in my view, Vin, he dives through a window. Yeah, he dives through the second floor window of the building. Uh Uh-huh, into a vat of radioactive waste. Yep, that's conveniently parked right outside the building. (laughs) I think it would have been funnier if he missed and they fell (laughs) (laughs) off. Actually, anyways, you the know waste what? Drivers po- that that is better writing. That would have been way better. Just because, like, you'd be like, oh, the waste. And be like, oh no, he missed. And they're like, ah, oh, shit, it got him anyway. Right, because we did see the the drops kind of moving like dangerously, like on the flatbed. Mm-hmm. At least they're succeeding at uh, basic film language, then, right, Vin? 
Yeah, in a way. I mean, we're using... They're not fucking this up mausoleum style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The continuity makes more sense in this movie than it did in that one. <laughs> Imagine if, like, he broke through the window first and then was covered in acid and then they showed the barrels. We would all be like, what? <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is the glass radioactive? But anyways... The waste drivers pull their faces up for a second with, like, pretty much covered in cocaine. <laughs> yes, white face on white face. That's right. And the mop guy's writhing around on the ground covered in green goo with wounds, which, Vinny, the crowd seems to find hilarious at first. Yeah, because, you know, it's funny witnessing other people's pain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, eventually the blonde does say he doesn't look so good. But Hot Tub's like, he's faking it. Right, yeah. Considering he just witnessed this man dive through a second floor window and nosedived into a fucking drum of, like, radioactive shit. And he's like, he's totally faking it. Yeah, well, we'll find out if he is, Vin. So a cop comes up and tells everyone to get back, and he touches touches Mop Guy's arm, but it literally sets the cop's hands on fire. It's pretty funny. I mean, he's faking it pretty hard now. He's but. like, come on. He's t- clearly he has pyrokinesis. Yeah, okay, Fig. <laughs> uh, the mop guy gets up and runs down the street on fire now. Yeah, so he looks like a Pink Floyd album cover. Okay. And at his house, his mother is knocking on his door, asking if he's all right. And he's leaving smoking footprints everywhere, so probably not. And he gets in the bath, and his skin is all black and bulging, so not going great. Nope. And then some large pustules start pulsing on his arm, and his hair starts falling out. And he looks at himself in the mirror and cries, and now there's like a throbbing pustule on his head. Yeah, it's kind of a pretty decent-looking transformation. Kind of, although (laughs) we don't see his face forever. Well, you don't see it until, like, near the end of the movie. Yeah, which I guess says that, like, yeah, they probably couldn't do that very often. Maybe. That's, like, I'd, I'd like to read up on that and see, like, how long they could really, like, hold the, the makeup on the face to make it last. Yeah, he probably had to go through, like, 12 hours of makeup to get, like, and be like, all right, we can shoot for an hour. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, before it starts falling off and really drooping. Now he's like, why is my skin smoking like the character in this movie? <laughs> it's the only way to really make it convincing. Anyways, the lights get all purple in the bathroom and he roars. And his mom grabs her hands and says, he must have finally reached puberty. Sad. And then the toxic Avenger, because that's who he is now, wanders off into the night. It'd be weird if he was some other guy. <laughs> yeah, what else would he be? It's just like, that's just a guy the Toxic Avenger met. It's just another one of his buddies that he, like, gets in the Toxic Crusader show. Imagine if, like, halfway through Iron Man, they're like, you thought Tony Stark was Iron Man? No, it's his security guard, really. (laughs) Yeah, he just tells the security guard what to do. But anyways, Vinny, we're with some hoods now. We're talking about paying off a cop, including... I don't know his pronouns or her pronouns, but let's say a man in a wig. 
mm-hmm. possibly. You know, like I don't know. I, I don't know where they're going with that. I'm not sure either. So the cop comes up and gives... They try to give him the money, but he's like, oh, no, you can't pay me off. And he's also kind of an Irish stereotype sometimes. So sometimes he's like, no, you can't, can't, you can't pay me off. I'll tell you what. And other times he's like, hey, listen, the Toxic Avengers <laughs> like pretty much a decent dude. Oh, no, I forgot about the Irish <laughs> accent, didn't I? He totally Carrie Fishered it. Carrie Fisher did? What does that mean? Carrie Fisher and the beginning of like A New Hope like tried a British accent but like immediately bailed on it. She always goes with like va- vaguely regal, which is the only uh, British accent I could ever manage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just sound slightly pompous and over enunciate. Yeah. So oh right. They decide since he's not taking the money, they're just going to beat the shit out of him. And one of them, say, one of them says, you're going to find out why they call me Cigar Face. Vinny, why do they call him Cigar Face? Is it because he's smoking his cigar? Yeah. Now he puts a cigar out on his forehead. <laughs> so he's kind of like fucking... Um... If Taser Face in Guardians of the Galaxy shot his own face with tasers... <laughs> That's pretty good. It's kind of like a spit off of like James Woods, because <laughs> he used that cigarette to put it out on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. Oh yes. And next note. <laughs> All right. So the guy in the wig or the lady in the wig, depending on his or her pronouns, gives a gives him a karate kick, and then they beat the shit out of the cop and toss him into some empty boxes. And then Cigarface calls him a gay slur, and he, her, says that they should have sex with him. And instead, Cigarface holds a gun to his crotch. And then Vinny, The Night on Bald Mountain plays. Do you recognize that song? Yeah, that's, um... I it's for, I believe it like Fantasia, right? With the dude on the mountain? Yeah, I remember it also from an Earthworm Jim game for, like, the hell level. Yeah, but this is basically the Toxic Avengers, like, theme music. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, so he's here to fuck shit up. Yeah. So he tosses the gang dudes around and then rips off their hair and or wigs, respectively. And then Cigarface tries to punch him, but it hurts his hand. Then the Avenger works his face like a speed bag. Jake, you could tell that Jake is having a very hard time explaining fight scenes. He's very bored. (laughs) (laughs) Just with every gasping, like, then he does this, and he fucking whatever. (laughs) I don't don't typically find fight scenes um, entertaining. (laughs) Me, on the other hand, I'm like, all right, the choreography, how is it? And it's like, it's not too bad. I like some of the, the, you know, the directions that they went with some of the fights. I guess. <laughs> so, Vinny, the cop goes into full Irish accent. It's like, you set the O'Shaughnessy boy back from break? And then he's like, no, toy, toy, toy. <laughs> and then he, her, checks her, his, her makeup and tries a karate kick, but no dice. They get tossed aside. Vinny, did you notice all the fucking karate in this movie? That's what I'm saying. I, I liked it. 
Yeah, I feel like this is around the time of Karate Kid, so like that was really popular for whatever reason. I I guess like the way that they wanted to like make this movie was like they needed to put some like kung fu like choreography in it to make it at least a little bit more enjoyable for like I don't it's know, not you teenagers. can't call it kung fu because it's not like there's not that much karate and it's not done that well it's just like every now and then dudes are tossing kicks yeah sure like it's not like jackie chan like fucking like level no <laughs> it's not like bruce lee it's not like anything like that Chuck Doris. Just like every now and then, Cigar Face will do like a spinning heel kick. <laughs> Where his leg gets like slightly higher than his hip. That's impressive. I know I can't do that. All right. So, anyways, Vinny, the Avenger puts Cigar Face in a steel drum, then tosses him aside, and then he puts his trusty mop in the face of one of the other goons and rubs it. And then Cigarface yells at him in a high voice and runs away. So, I don't know. Did he, like, rip his dick off or something? What happened with that? Yeah, he squeezed down his ball sack and threw him into the, the barrel. Honestly, you should take the notes on fight scenes from now on because I literally stopped paying I attention. Just, fucking just space out and whatnot. <laughs> I'm happy because it's a point in the movie where I'm like, I can catch up on my notes. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to pause this. I'll just keep typing. Yeah. Well, I know, like, at one point in the fight scene, uh, Avenger, like, takes his elbow and he elbows, like, the poofy haired fucking dude and, like, breaks his nose in. And I was like, oh, shit. If I saw that, my brain immediately was like, delete. <laughs> Just fly. And then my brain computer is like, are you sure you want to delete this permanently? And it's clicked, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the reason why we're not doing an action movie podcast, Vin. You remember but that anywho. scene where he did? <laughs> Iron Man, like, shot some stuff, and, like, I don't know, the other metal guy was like, I've made some adjustments, and then they fly around for a while. <laughs> then they keep doing, like, flying stuff, and then, like, one of them's like, you're flying too high, and the other one's like, boring. <laughs> And that's Iron Man 1. And then, like, why does Patras try to, like, press a button or something? <laughs> right, for the reactor. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, the Toxic Avenger approaches the cop who faints, and... <laughs> they ADR in a new voice for him, which at first I'm like, what's this? Yeah, he's got, like, this, what? like, renowned, like, very stern voice. <laughs> Yeah, and he's not, like, apologetic anywhere, but he's like, I'm so sorry, I don't know what came over me. Yeah, he's just like, are you sorry there, officer? How are you? And then the cop is at the station where the press is waiting in a throng, and the sergeant is German for some reason. Yeah, and he gets increasingly more and more German as this movie goes on. Yeah, right up until that Nazi salute at the end. (laughs) You'll see. (laughs) And the cop tells everyone the monster came out of nowhere and fucked up the gang. And the Daily News has a headline that says, Monster Mops Up Mob. I gave it three out of five stars, Vin. Yeah, it's not bad. And we're at the mayor's office where German cop has given him the skinny on the situation, which I guess is kind of ironic because the mayor is quite fat. (laughs) Very fat. 
And the mayor thinks the mops uh, stuffed in everyone's mouth is a political statement. <laughs> I assume because he had some janitors killed? I don't know. I don't know, but I want to make some sort of like joke where people take things and are like suddenly it's all political when it's not really yeah people should just start like mailing mops to ted cruz but not explain why (laughs) (laughs) in fact if you're listening even if you support him send him a mop (laughs) yeah just send this man all the mops yeah just everybody send him a mop and like no no one ever tell him why he's getting them now, we find out that the gangs are working for the mayor, and then Vinny the Avenger is creeping towards the health club, and Tall Brunette is in a towel by herself heading to the sauna, and then we get some POV lurking while she flexes? Yeah, she's checking herself out. Yeah, and she's specifically impressed with, like, her guns. And he's doing this creep... <laughs> He's doing the creep under the tarp, like like the dance. <laughs> to the creep. Ah. <laughs> Except, no, it's Cigarette Guy. He was fooling. J- hey, Jake, yeah. can I ask you something? Yeah. When you when you look at Cigarette Guy, what who does he look like and who does he remind you of? He kind of looks like Corey Feldman yep. to me. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. He looks like a grown-up version of Corey Feldman from Lost Boys. He really does. We should ca- we should call him not so Corey Feldman. <laughs> oh, the Lost Boys. Yeah, I took that one away. <laughs> Anyways, Vinny. <laughs> then he does an Elephant Man impression, but he says he's the Mop Boy. <laughs> so you know, it's your basic mocking of the disabled. It's great. Then the Toxic Avenger goes home and scares his mother, and. They say they can't afford talking effects, so they just hide his face whenever he talks. Although they get over that eventually. Yeah, do some shadow work, really. But yeah, it's like some basic big stuff of him being like, Ma, don't you recognize me? It's me, Melvin, the mop boy. (laughs) And then he gets sad. Your toxic Avenger voice is so good. (laughs) What's that? Your toxic Avenger voice is pretty good. I don't want to reveal too much, but if you notice, it is still my white guy voice from Get Out. It kind of is. Anyways, Vinny, he gets sad and wanders the country sad, sadly stomping through his new wasteland <laughs> home. And then he uses some trash to build himself a new dump apartment. Yeah, yeah, it's like a montage of him just building this, uh, this nice new condominium that he's got here on the upper west side of fucking Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then he hangs a picture of his mother and collapses on a mat. And some blonde is dancing at a party for the mayor. And the mayor is talking about some valuable dump property. And the guy he's talking to is like, Dad, make the new dump only 20 feet from the reservoir. And then they all laugh because I guess they don't drink water. <laughs> nope. He drink bottle water. He could drink that shit. Which is what I assume that everybody does in New Jersey. You know what nobody said is this actually took place in Flint, Michigan. (laughs) Poor you fracking sons of bitches. (laughs) 
Vinny's showing off his idiosyncratic knowledge of situations. No, Vin, no fracking up in Flint, Michigan, unfortunately. Just pipes that aren't so good. Aww. Anyways, we're at the Mexican restaurant Then now. where the fuck is the fracking going? That's like North Dakota. Oh, I mean, who fucking... Actually, it's kind of all over, but that's not the point. Let's not get into it. I just was confused, I guess, of that documentary, I guess. Vinny, send anti-fracking stuff to the people in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> and don't tell them why. <laughs> No, because you know what? What if they think that's a good idea and start doing it there? They like, stop the fracking. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then Vinny and North Dakota send them something saying, reopen the GM plant and then watch what happens. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Anyways... We're at a Mexican restaurant now where one of the guys working there pulls a bottle of booze out of his sweatpants. <laughs> yep, right at the front. Yeah, yeah, he's like tucked that right against his dick. He's got to keep it nice and warm. I, don't, I guess the balls keep it from dropping down his pant legs. <laughs> it's a good beanbag he's like, chair. Let me just cinch it in right under there, one ball under each side. <laughs> it's like that's clasping it and holding it into place. He's like, hold on, need my trusty clothespins first to fasten my <laughs> It's like my balls is like a hammock for, for this bottle. It's just like some wrinkly silly putty just holding it still. <laughs> Anyways, some bandits come in that also sort of look like professional wrestlers because one of them has like half his face painted. Yeah, he looks like if he was in the band the addicts yeah and speaking of bands vin their leader introduces them like they're a band essentially where he's like so and so is on shotgun and i'm your lead bandit yeah he's like one of his dudes he puts him behind the register and he's like he's on keys and he like shoots the register and he's like and i'm your main man on sticks and he's like flipping around a knife which isn't really what people call knives, but neither here nor there, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, like, he's flipping around like you'd flip a drumstick, I guess. <laughs> now, Vinny, a guy with, the guy with half his face painted black threatens a toddler with a gun. Cool. And I've read that someone quit this movie over this scene. Why? I think probably because he didn't like pointing a gun at a toddler. I'm just... Uh... It's bad, but I mean, like, on a scale to some of the other shit that's pretty bad in this movie, it's pretty tamed. I just feel like in real life, maybe the toddler wasn't so keen on that. He's always gonna remember it, that's for sure. Yeah, he brings it up in therapy every time. <laughs> Fun. Anyways, then he goes to bother some, his words, teeny boppers, asking them for their arcade quarters. <laughs> yeah. You got quarters for Pac-Man? He's like, your mom set you off with quarters for the arcade. And I was like, I just love these little peeks into past culture. Yeah, that's the funny part. And then he starts leching on one of them. And then some guy who looks like a middle-aged karate kid stops them. Oh my god, I was gonna say, he does look like fucking, um... My god. Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, Daniel LaRusso. Or... I forgot what the actual actor's name is, though. Ralph Macchio. Thank you. He's not so Ralph Macchio. 
Not this guy, because he offers to take their place as hostage, and painted face guy's like, interesting, here is a counteroffer, and shoots him in the chest <laughs> instead. <laughs> I kind of... I won't lie, I kind of like the acting of half-painted face. <laughs> Eesh. Alright, Vinny, then they go to fuck with the blind lady, and her dog barks at them. So what do they do to the dog, Vin? Start the clock. Stop the clock! The dog is dead. They shoot it. Yeah, immediately. That dog gets a fucking shotgun shell and gets pushed across the floor. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, so we're just breaking all the rules in this one. Yep, running over children, shooting dogs. And who picked this movie, Vin? I believe it was a guest, actually. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure this is a Vinny movie because Vinny, they bend the blind lady over the table and tear her pants. Yup. Yeah, they're uh, they're gonna do it because uh, one of the bandits is like trying to chub up. Yeesh. <laughs> oh, I don't like the way you said that. Yuck. <laughs> Anyways, Vinny, the Toxic Avengers. Uh... His music hits, and I imagine you get a big pop from the crowd. <laughs> My God, so he comes in. what's that music there? It's the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. And he tosses one of the dudes away who literally says, what the shit? And then the gang leader manages to fight back, but gets his arm torn off, which he doesn't notice at first. Well, like, He's just like, I go fuck you up. At- oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it made me laugh, actually. What I thought was funny is that scene, the choreography looks like he tried, like, kind of, like, um, he tried wrist, like, wrist locking him, but it looked like he ripped his arm off by mistake, like, whoops! <laughs> it's about to happen. <laughs> he's only had this body for a day, so... I know. And he's letting it talk. Unfortunately, it's screaming. <laughs> Anyways, then the Avenger uses his arm to knock him to the ground, and then the face paint guy kicks the arm out of his hands, and... (laughs) You can tell I lose interest, because my next note is, more fighting, lots of karate. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say about this. There's nunchucks. I thought it was decent choreography. Explain why. You can't just say that and then let it lie there. Um... Well, there's just, there's certain things about, like, if you're going to do an action movie, especially a low-budget movie and whatnot, if you're going to do action, there's got to be at least decent, like, choreography that kind of tells the story, and there's some memorable things that kind of happen through it, and the nunchucks and whatnot, and, like, just the movement that, like, Toxic Avengers, like, kind of doing to evade it, I don't know, it's, like, it's pretty cool. All right, to sum it up, to explain how it's good choreography, you use the phrase good choreography again, say it's memorable, but all you remember is nunchucks, which is part of the notes. That sums it up. (laughs) Great. Anyways, Vinny, one of the gang guys grabs a sword off the wall and takes a few misplaced swings at the Avenger. And then he gets tossed over a partition to the ground, and then back over it again, and some chips dump on him. Yup. And then Face Paint tries to get the drop on the Avenger, but he gets caught, and then force-fed milk and ice cream, then syrup, 
and he's pretty much getting turned into a Sunday. And then he gets a stir down the throat. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, that's how he dies. Do you think that would really kill someone? I mean, if you were able to, like, shove someone's, like, head through it and the stir went from, like, the back of your throat, like, through your head, probably. It seems difficult to imagine getting it down that far. I don't. I mean, he's got a lot of strength, man. He literally just ripped someone's fucking arm off. All right, well, one of the other guys gets his hand squeezed in the fry basket, so we know where this is going. Do we? Yeah, into the fryer. <laughs> I thought he was going to stick him in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a zag. <laughs> and then the Avenger bends some steel bars around him so he can't escape, and then, yep, into the fryer they go. And then the Avenger gets his trusty mop. Because he's made quite a mess. Yeah, he's got to clean that shit up. And he goes to the blind woman to calm her down. And she's like, will you carry me out of there? They killed my... They killed my help dog, so I'll never be able to do it. Yeah, did you notice what happened when they cut back to the dog? <laughs> it had the big fake uh, wound on it, like on its chest. But it was also like kind of moving around a little. Was... It's like, it's a dog. I was say, you can't teach a dog how to stop breathing, like to act. So it was pretty funny. It was like breathing like normal. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> it's like, what's the alternative? Like, oh, we'll give it a shot so its heart stops for a few seconds. And then... Once we get the shot, the adrenaline goes in and the dog's good as new. <laughs> I mean, they could have, like, probably done, like, a still image, almost. Got away with it for, like, a second of, like, a still image of the dog dead. I think with everything else in the movie, like, it's fine the dog breathes. Who cares? You know what? Maybe they did it on purpose to kind of make you go, don't worry, see? It's okay. I doubt that, actually, given the rest of it, but... She's blind and he's hideous, so I think we know where this is going. It's an old Beauty and the Beast kind of thing. Yeah, and it's kind of for all the sad teenage boys watching this who are like, I'm also unattractive, so... Well, I've got something for the end here, so I mean, this Beauty and the Beast thing really kind of uh, dives into something for this uh, movie. Alright. Now, Vinny, the cock rock ballad on the soundtrack confirms it. They're falling in love. <laughs> I love that you call it cock rock, but some people call it dad rock. Or... <laughs> no, no, no. It's like your basic cock rock, but it's like the sad ballad they put out that actually makes them the most money. Right. Kind of like, you know, like when Guns N' Roses puts out, like, their fucking ballads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, like, every rose has its thorn or, like, any of that shit. You know, we're gonna need some time. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So she does a bunch of blind girl bits that would be at home in a high school play. Sure, right, yeah. You know, he takes her home, and she ends up, like, reaching for her canes and knocks them all over. And then she turns Uh around. She trips over, like, a wood board in her doorway. Right. She hits him in the dick with her, uh, her, her cane. cane. Right. Yep. Fun. Are, are we having fun yet? <laughs> I'm having an okay time, I guess, Adam Scott. <laughs> Anyways, the German cop is enjoying a taco as they survey the carnage. I like this a little bit. Vin. I do, because, like, it cuts to... 
It cuts to one of the guys where he's just like, turned this fucking dude to a crutchy, <laughs> crutchy supreme. Yeah, while all of the, every single cop in there is eating a taco as they inspect all the various bodies. Yeah, that shit, that shit plays out well. It's just like the fucking The Simpsons where Apu's dead in the squishy <laughs> machine and Chief Wiggum's still sucking down a, a Slurpee. So, V, the taco workers try to tell the cops what's what, but they, like, literally do with, like, the drunken Looney Tunes bit. Where they're like, oh, I bet you saw a el- pink elephant, too, rummy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, well, how else would you explain it? Like, how could you really, like, actually explain seeing a creature that is, like, just made of, like, just burnt fucking boils that like dominated and killed dudes with kung fu (laughs) yeah what about the radioactive waste taught him kung fu also you keep calling it kung fu but i'm not sure that's what this is exactly what else would you call it then just martial arts what's the difference kung fu is a specific style i guess Anyways, uh, the blind girl wants to touch the Avenger's face, but he's like, no! <laughs> yeah, because then he would definitely, his spot would have been blown up right away. And then he's like, I have acne. And she's like, you shouldn't be ashamed, because everyone has acne. Not like that. Nope. And, and I didn't have acne, even because I had special medication for it. Did you really? Which may or may not be linked to Crohn's disease. It's what a commercial told me once. <laughs> You're like, what's this? Do I need to keep this phone number? Uh, like, ridiculous. And then, like, every time I go out, I gotta poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I do remember your special acne medicine. Holy fuck, you're right. Oh my god, Jake. You've been pounding modium for fucking years. You need to get on these people. <laughs> Very worth it. (laughs) Anyways, she tells him... (laughs) She asks for his palms instead, and then she's like, Oh, look at how big your hands are. You must be very strong. Nice save. Which he definitely paused and be like, You got me on (laughs) Blind girl walked in. Well, cause... Yeah, cause then after she reaches for her hands, she, like, honks on his wiener, and she's like, Oopsie. Yeah. She's like, let me see your other hand, dick, dick, dick. She's <laughs> like, all right, lady, you're blind. You don't have no spatial awareness. <laughs> but anyways, we're in a classroom where some science guy is here to talk about the adventure, and the theory seems to be that he only kills bad people, which must be tough to hear for all the uh, the victims' families to hear. <laughs> I mean, most of the dudes he's killed so far are, like, thugs. Yeah, I guess you would call them that. You fucking victim-blaming? No, it's just, like, (laughs) imagine you're like, oh, my poor Victor died, and then, like, some scientist is like, well, it seems like he's only killing shitheads. And they're like, yeah, clearly, he's a shithead, because he's, like, in some weird fucking, like, subsection of a thug group. That there's like no, a... oh, cause he hangs out with friends sometimes. <laughs> He's part of a social club. A social club of people who try to rape blind people and have shotguns and knives. Because they're out there trying to make new friends. 
industrious people with an exciting new business opportunity. Oh, you're going to call them bad? (laughs) The dude just shot a fucking dog. Meanwhile, some dude, some escaped, like, science experiments ripping my son's arm (laughs) off, and you're going to tell me that he's a piece of shit for it? Who's the victim blamer now, huh? You are. My son killed absolutely nobody with an ice cream mixer. I mean, did he... This year. I would say, has he tried? <laughs> he couldn't get all the way down the throat. The problem is, is they start gagging once you get to the back. <laughs> it just seems like it's tickling instead of really hurting. <laughs> Effective tonsillectomy, though. Anyways, he goes on to say he's probably been exposed to toxic chemicals. And, yep, you nailed it, Doc. Yeah, I'm just wondering one of these days if I fall on a a vat of like chemicals in this adhesive factory I work for if I'm gonna turn into uh, a toxic Avenger. I think you'll turn into the saddest superhero of all <laughs> five to six months to live with cancer. <laughs> That's too real. But, anyways, back in the health club where a dude is buying some weed and in the locker room the girls are looking o- over more photos of people they hit. And then the drug guy sells some needles and heads to the mayor's office to drop off the cash. And the mayor is naked and eating a sandwich. Do we need to know? No, but we do. He's the mayor. Let him do his thing. And the Avenger shows up at the health club and everyone screams and scrambles. And the drug dealer just got high on his own supply so he doesn't see him coming while he's like laying down on a weight bench with his like head down. Yup. And he... He gets some weights dropped on his head and then twitches around for half a second with half of his head gone. Cool. I smiled, I won't lie. Yeah. You ever have this kind of fear of like when you like go to the gym where it's just like body placement's very important here? I thought you were going to say when you get high and a little because (laughs) I actually did get high recently and fall into a drainage ditch. (laughs) See, it's possible. I was walking my dog and, like, looking for a song on Spotify, and suddenly I was on the ground, and I didn't know why. (laughs) It's so (laughs) It sounds like it. My legs are still scratched up months later. I'm a little worried about it, actually. Anyways, the brunette is still in the sauna looking lovingly at one of her death Polaroids, and she's taking her towel down up top because... When she masturbates, she really gets off. Yeah, she's really into the fucking slaughter. Yeah, and you know when you you go to jerk off, you really want to imagine horny teenage boys looking at you at home. Maybe. Hey, man. Or you explain to me why the towel has to go down there. Yeah, I assume... That she's putting the boobs out because it's an 80s horror movie. I mean, this is like standard shit. The next time I jerk off, I'm going to imagine I'm a lady. (laughs) (laughs) In a horror movie, like, ooh. Some teenage boy likes it when I put my wiener out on the sink. (laughs) No, I don't don't like where this went. No, thank you. (laughs) You know what? I'm taking a shower near my window with no shower curtain. (laughs) Anyways, the Avenger comes in with a sheet over him, and she's like, oh, cigarette. But when she pulls the sheet down, we get our first look at his head. 
and it, cut, it looks like Sloth and, like, Goonies, basically. Yeah, almost pretty identical, except he doesn't have, like, a cone head like Sloth. Yeah, he's got, like, crooked eyes like that, though. Yeah. Yep, he's got that then, one, like, weird, like, offset eye. Pretty much, yep. Then he puts her on the hot rocks in the sauna room, and he's like, that ought to be a lesson to you. He said something about, like, talk about a hot ass. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it, but a bit on the nose, or on the ass, if you will. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> he's outside pissing some green goof. <laughs> kind of like role models. <laughs> that's not even the Avenger thing he's just drinking too many energy drinks <laughs> and then some guy pulls up in a limo Uh-oh. trying to sell him some girl and she's like you promised me you were taking me to the David Bowie concert <laughs> and then the pimp says $12 for 12 years old which like oh no. god no that <laughs> I mean, I guess we could consider ourselves lucky that he pulled up next to Toxie trying to sell her because he's just like, well, you gotta die. <laughs> just riffing here for our conservative fans at home. I assume that the Clintons will have him killed in 20 years. <laughs> All right, that, that one's for you folks. I know I hammer you pretty hard most of the time. <laughs> watching peach (laughs) the the avenger kills kills some of the dudes that come out that one run one runs off and he's like tell your scum friends that things are going to change in this town okay (laughs) then he takes the girl back to the car but like nobody's driving it so i'm like what's happening here I'm assuming he's taking her home. Come on. I know, but how? He's gonna, like, Flintstone that fucking car from the back or something. (laughs) That that actually would have been a pretty good bit if he ripped out the driver's seat. He's like, I'm too big now. He's like, I gotta drive this shit like Takebe (laughs) Matumbo. Anyways, he's in an alley, and he has a hat on. And he starts writhing and tosses it off. I'll never know why. I think he's, like, trying to disguise himself. Yeah, I don't You didn't get that either, right? Like, this scene comes out of nowhere. Well, because he's, like, making his rawr, rawr sounds as he's, like, tearing his hat and trench coat off. Because, like, at this point, it's like a montage. I guess, yeah. And then Vinny, the hit-and-run crew, are ready to ram some kids, but the Avenger swoops in and moves them out of there. Yeah, like a real hero. Why are these kids sitting in the middle of the fucking road? <laughs> Where Vinny thinks it's legal to get them. <laughs> 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 like, by law, I can claim you as my prize now. <laughs> you gotta hit them uh, while Vinny... they're in the middle of the street to collect the coins. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Every time the kids move to the sidewalk, Vinny's like, fuck! <laughs> Next time. Anyways, he helps a little old lady cross the street, and he tell- helps another lady get the lid off her popcorn. Yeah, in a and glass get- jar. Yeah, it was a weird bit, but it already popped. Yeah, I was like, what? When does popcorn come in a glass jar? 
Unless, like, his, like, toxic hands popped the the kernels in there. That would make sense. No, they were already popped before. Yeah, no, that didn't make any sense to me. Maybe it was a thing that existed then. I guess so. And then Vinny, he gives a baby to some woman, but I'm like, where did he retrieve that baby from? Not only that, I thought if people touch his skin, like, they burst into flames. So I, I think that was just in the beginning. Uh, I don't think that's true anymore. I was going to say, like, because how is that baby not bursting into flames? He <laughs> said, because that would be a totally different kind of scene. <laughs> yep. And as Vinny noted, this is a montage because it is the 80s. And then some local youth start selling I Love Monster shirts. Bogus. <laughs> and then some gay uh, hairdressers are gabbing about wanting to fuck the monster. And at the mayor's office, they're complaining about the monster locking up too many criminals. Vinny, is he taking them to jail? I thought he was just, like, killing them. Yeah, it seems like it's almost a, like at least a 90% murder rate. <laughs> He's cleaning up the streets through massive amounts of chaos of murder. Yeah, he's like a grosser Punisher, basically. (laughs) He's a goopy Punisher. Yep, and then the mayor says they haven't gotten the biggest crook yet. And then he points at himself and he's like, eh? (laughs) He's like, that's me. I'm talking about me, everybody. Like, we get it. He's like, because I'm the mayor. I do the most crime. I'm also the largest person in the room. I think you see how I covered all my bases here. But anyways, him and his crime buddies basically want to kill him now. And Vinny's cigar face is all bandaged up, and him and a new crew surround the Avenger. And they all shoot at the same time, but he jumps in the air, and they just shoot each other. He's got cat-like reflexes, apparently. Yeah, I guess he could also jump, like, 20 feet in the air. I I don't know, who cares? like Superman. Yep, and then his blonde girlfriend is trying to cross the street, and then some roughnecks start getting too handsy with her, and then he shows up and they all run away, and now we're in our basic love montage video, so we got Picnic, Champagne Cork to the Crush. (laughs) That made me laugh a little bit. You're a simple man, man, with simple pleasures. Well, it's, just, it's just one of those kind of things where you always kind of fear that. It's like, don't point that thing downwards. Do we always <laughs> fear that, Finn? Listen, if there's any, like, flying projectiles, you're going to protect your balls first. <laughs> I can keep a close eye on you at any wedding now, Finn, to see if you're going to be, like, tucking your, your legs. Guess we'll find out Saturday, huh? <laughs> Saturday of last week. Um, <laughs> all right, so she touches his face and tells him he's beautiful. And then she says, it's been two years since she touched a man. And then he starts smoking, <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it, Let's discuss it biologically, Vin. It seems that erection set him on fire. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> He's having a lot of friction in his pants right now, I assume. It's just a lot of rubbing. Maybe, Vin. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Bl- or his pre-cup is smoke. I, I don't know. <laughs> I assume that when he sweats, his his fucking, you know, his pores open up and he gets steamy. Yeah, I guess so. You know, from his boils. All his awful, disgusting boils, and oh my god, he's about to drag this awful body on top of this beautiful woman. 
yeah, I make out. And then he's pumping away into her <laughs> with all of his clothes on. Thank God. So I guess we have to imagine that it, his dick burnt away through <laughs> his pants. <laughs> yeah, so now if he's like wandering around the streets in his usual uniform, there'll be a big massive hole where his fucking wiener's just hanging out now. <laughs> yep, yeah, and they fucking smoke cigarettes, which I assume they lit with his dick. <laughs> And then he eats a Rod Swanson portion of eggs. Yeah, what she makes, it's a little montage of her making the eggs, and she's putting the shells in there, too, so. Who's to say maybe he likes eating the shells, too? He's a monster. Truly no more monstrous thing could be dreamed up. (laughs) Now, she moves into his trash shack, where he hangs a picture of her dead dog, which seems cruel on two levels. (laughs) <laughs> let's remember the awful moment that your dog got shotgunned to death and also you can't see this oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Vinny we get dancing hula hoop slow dancing it's all in there That's some wholesome shit and then we're back with blonde hot tub lady who's at the club then the avenger pops out from under a bench at her and strangles her but some other girl, who is Marissa Tomei just starting her career, comes in screaming, so he drops her. Oh, that was Marissa Tomei in a towel? Yep. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> didn't look anything like she looks now, but okay. Nope. And the Bond is on the move, heading through the basement, screaming, trying some locked doors. Then she runs away, and again I get bored, so we have screaming, dark hallway, rats. And also, I note that this building seems much bigger on the inside than on the outside. Because she's running around a hallway that seems miles long. Are you saying that they're in some sort of TARDIS right now, Jake? What? Because it's always bigger on the inside. Ayo! No, what's a, tar- what? what's a TARDIS? That's, that's for all my Doctor Who fans out there. Do I look like I'm wearing a scarf? <laughs> Wow, a scarf. Okay, so you're going fucking... Which... Who was that? Don't talk any Doctor Who to me. Number eight? Eject. <laughs> Destroy tape. <laughs> Burn it. I just thought you no, would have... thank I you. I thought you would have said... A... Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> I thought you would have said... Do not email me again. <laughs> oh, I thought, Oof, I thought you would have picked who? Matt Smith's Fez, so... Anyway, she hides in some grimy room, but he bursts through like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> and then she cries and cowers as he approaches with some scissors. And Vinny, we're supposed to want her to get it, but, you know, she is a human being. Well, it cuts away, so that's the funny thing is, like, we saw her friend get her ass totally pulverized by those scorching rocks. But, like, they just showed the scissors and that's it. Yeah, uh, just like any anguish screams like a dude coming at you with scissors, I'm like, you don't feel like the good guy. Well, I think this is where some of the horror comes in because like those moments you're kind of like, yeah, he's getting his revenge, but it's still kind of like, I don't know, monster meets human. I suppose so. And then Vinny, we cut to hot tub guy screaming because he's stressed and he's upset because he needs to drive. And cigarette guy suggests they steal some old lady's car instead. And then, Vinny, like this is Grand Theft Auto, that's exactly what they do. (laughs) 
So they grab her groceries and then toss her on the ground and beat her with the cane. And I think there's a Clockwork Orange reference in there. Yeah, because they're like whistling a tune while they're beating the shit out of her. Pretty much. And then they see the Avengers, they're driving, and they try to hit him, but he jumps over the car and rides on top. <laughs> Swerving, screaming. <laughs> yeah, I I get it. Like, I'm not a big fan of chase car scenes either, so. Yeah, no, he's on top, they're swerving around. That's pretty much it. Yeah, he tosses that cigarette from the car, and it looks like he's fucking dead. Uh-huh. And... He, then he hops in next to Hot Tub Guy and steps on the gas. And then he tells him, hey, it's me, the mop guy. And then he kisses him. <laughs> so they're they're fucking bobbing and weaving and going all over the place. And they're fighting over the steering wheel. And he's just like, give me the wheel. Give me the wheel. And he goes, you know what? I'm gonna. So he rips the steering wheel off and hands it to him. And they both laugh. Well, one guy's laughing because he's nervously laughing because they're about to go over the fucking cliff. Yep. They crash and they light on fire. And then we cut to the Avenger climbing out of the smoking wreck of the car. And some lady's at the dry cleaners trying to get the cum out of her son's pants. I'm not making that up. That's what she's there for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the dry cleaner notices the cop is writing him a ticket. I mean, did you know that's what she was talking about? No. She was like, well, my son just turned interesting age, and now there's all these, like, stuff all over his pants. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Vinny, this lady is a little person, and the Avenger comes up behind her and threatens her. Then he tosses her into a washing machine, and he stops to do a racist Chinese washer guy bit. Woof. Do you want to do it, Vin? You want to get canceled? <laughs> no, I don't. Come on, baby. Let's get canceled. Oh, no. Come on. Just do it, baby. Just, come just on. a little bit. Let's get canceled together. Let's bring this whole show to a fucking screeching halt. <laughs> Nobody listens. Just do it. <laughs> All right. Then he presses the lady and it kills her. And I'm like, I don't know why this lady deserved to die, but this is going to be part of it. Yeah. And the new headline says, Monster Kills Innocent Lady. So I'm like, oh, I guess it's a heel turn. And his girlfriend is at home reading a Braille magazine. And she hears some lurking around. And she asks if it's him, but he won't answer. And she's scared, but eventually he's like, it's me. And then he's like, everything is out of control. And then he's like, I'm the monster hero you've heard about. And she's like, mm, I haven't heard the hero part. <laughs> but I know you're a monster in bed, especially from all those boils. <laughs> she's like, yep, I felt them. <laughs> like, and you're smoking dick. <laughs> and she's like, well, I can't leave you now. <laughs> yeah, cause because due to the, the STD I picked up from you, you're the only person I can safely have sex with. <laughs> I'm so glad we're on the same mind, like, because I was going to say the same thing. It's just, like, this fucking debilitating <laughs> sexual transmitted disease that it's just like, you know what? That's it. I'm stuck. So they decide to go try to uh, live out in the woods, and he's wearing a makeshift disguise as they walk down the street. And he's like, do I look inconspicuous enough? <laughs> And at the mayor's office, the German police officer tells the mayor that the old lady was the head of some, their note, not mine, white slavery ring. Yikes. Slavery of all kinds is bad, guys. Yup. 
Anyways, the mayor wants to keep this info from the press. He has a press conference and tells them that they're looking for the Avenger to kill him. <laughs> and some guy's like, shouldn't we try to capture him and study him? And the mayor's like, hmm, he's an it. You're killing it. So you have to imagine Pennywise watching at home is like, what's this shit? <laughs> he's just like, I didn't fucking do shit. I'm just pestering <laughs> children, not your adult asses. I'm gonna fucking tear your arm off. That's what I'm gonna do. How about I turn myself into a fucking leper and freak you out, man? (laughs) Gross. And then he lies about the old lady being like a sweet pillar of the community. And Vinny, the cops are all gathering their weapons, but Irish cop doesn't have an Irish accent anymore, but he's like, the monster saved my life. It's me, Irish cop. (laughs) Yep. And the other cops basically tell him to get fucked, and then... The cop is with some other people, including, like, a taco guy who the monster saved. And they're all like, no, no, don't kill the monster. Yeah, they're in, the fast- they're in like, a Go neighborhood, ahead. like, ice cream parlor hanging out. And they're just like, you can't let them kill the monster. He's a hero. I love him. And, like, I like this little scene because, like, they have, like, like random kids just kind of hanging out in the scene. And he turns to, like, the littlest girl. He's just like, we gotta save the monster, right? And she just kind of, like, nods in approval. Yeah, I think they're the kids that were selling the uh, I Love Monster shirts, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, so... The the Irish cop's like, well, you gotta listen to the mayor. I mean, like, he's the mayor. He gets to decide who we kill or don't. <laughs> they didn't realize that that was his role in town. That's fucking, but de Blasio's got a real body count now. Pretty anyway, some, I'm pretty sure Mayor some, Carbone's not really like that dangerous in Torrington, so. Always with the local references. <laughs> Anyways, Vinny, when the, uh, the cops are all out, some southern guy cop, which is like crazy because this is supposed to be New York, is mad about missing the ball game for this. You know, one of them. And then the cop with him sees the blind girl and the monster, and they kind of latch on her in her bikini through their binoculars. And they tell the mayor, they're calling in the National Guard, and the German cop does a Nazi salute as he leaves. Yeah, he does. Yep. Yeah, he puts that fucking arm out, of which then I'm just like, oh boy, I didn't realize the heights we were really going in this movie. Yep, the National Guard wants to capture the creature, not kill it. And the mayor's basically like, well, that's an interesting opening offer. (laughs) So they're rolling in the tanks and the other military vehicles, and the town watches the National Guard roll in to kill the Avenger. And the town and the military surround the monster. The mayor gets there, and he's like, let's kill him. Then the fast food kid tries to stop the mayor, but no go as they point the tanks at the tent. The Avenger unzips the tent, and his girlfriend wants to go. And then the fast food kid runs in front of him, and then his mother, and a bunch of innocents all basically blocking the monster from the tanks. Yeah. And he's like, kids, you must leave. And when they do, formerly Irish cop refuses to shoot him, and then eventually all of the military relents. And then the mayor tries to shoot, but the cop grabs his gun and points it up. And the mayor keeps shooting, but the Avenger keeps advancing on him. And then we get a bunch of flashbacks of the uh, Avengers' previous murders. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, just padding out the time, I guess. 
And then the mayor's like, let me try to cut you a deal. But the Avenger's like, you fat slob, let's see if you have any guts. Then he rips his intestines out. Then he tells the cops to take care of this toxic waste. And everybody claps. And Vinny, what? Yeah, they just witnessed this man commit murder in front of all of them. Yeah, they're all like, no, he's a hero. And then he murders the mayor. They're like, I hold this opinion still. Maybe it's just when they found, I mean, they clearly had no knowledge that he's an evil bastard. Nope. So anyways, the blind girl keeps yelling for him and trips. And then he's like, blind girl. And then he hugs her and everyone cheers. And an upbeat rock song starts. And we get a helicopter shop. As there's a voiceover that says he pretty much kept avenging. And everyone loved it. (laughs) Vinny, (laughs) it's over. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of breakneck speed at the end there. Oh, I didn't like this. <laughs> I mean, oh, Vinny, you you selected the movie. It falls upon you to ask me the eternal question. Jake, did I upset you? That's not the question. <laughs> ask the question. Did I scare you? No, this isn't scary. Nope. It's not. And no, I didn't like it. I don't did you did you uh like it and did it scare you, Vin? It didn't scare me, no. I think it did scare me in a way of like, holy fuck, there's a lot of cancelable fucking things that are uh, being uh, put out in the front for this movie. And I'm like, boy, how do I, can I say that I, if if I say that there's a couple of things I like about the movie, will that get me in trouble? (laughs) Is that, is that how you feel? Yeah, kind of. I don't like there are there are some terrible things where it's like oh boy this is like shock valley just for the sake of just to kind of make you go ew but they're like i like some of the like like some of the costume work um i don't know i like some of the cheesy shit and like i said i like some of the choreography and some of the kills oh yeah that memorable choreography i had forgotten about that well, Vinny doesn't like that. All right, what else you got, Vin? Um, here's the thing. As terrible and as fucking whacked out of its mind this movie really is, it has merited, like, a lot of things, right? Or warranted. Yes, warranted. That's the word I'm looking for. There's a sequel that ended up being... Actually, two sequels because there was so much. I thought there was actually three sequels. Didn't they get up to four of these? They did. What I ended up doing was this first sequel. They overfilmed and had a lot of shit, so they ended up making a third movie. And then by the third movie, that's when, um, was it Lloyd Kaufman went to whoever made Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he wanted to turn the show, like he wanted to turn the movie into a cartoon show. So they were able to fucking do it, which is wild. And then they were able to make the toy line, which is pretty successful. But it only lasted, you know, one season. So it's just like, it's crazy to think that this, like, this insanely awful, but also somewhat, like, interesting concept got so much, like, plug to it. Okay. So you did like it, or? I. I ugh. no not really but I just like the concept of it 
because like at the end of the day too the idea of it was like it's it's very um what's the word obviously it's it's anti-criminal in a way but it was like also like protecting the environment and shit like that because like after he got like toxified like his the idea of the character is supposed to be like you know clean up new jersey that's supposed to be like the whole thing behind it kind i mean like they're they're trading in like imagery for that but i don't know how seriously they're taking that idea not not he's not like captain planet no although in toxic crusaders in the cartoon show it was kind of like a more goofy like gross like captain planet yeah, pretty much. So that was kind of, like, the idea of it. Also, outside of, like, the sequels and the cartoons and the toys and things, like, this fucking spawned a musical. I don't know if you knew that. Okay. And it's also getting a reboot where Peter Dinklage, um, fucking Kevin Bacon, Elijah Wood are all going to be in it. Yeah, I'm not that surprised about that. I mean, like, we're living in, like, primo superhero time, so, yeah, you can make a Toxic Adventure movie now. Yeah. And probably do it straight up instead of having it be, like, you know, a racist boob fest. Right. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, will you allow me to talk about why I'm thinking about Bohemian Rhapsody with this movie? Yes, please. All right. Try to keep with me on this, Finn. Because it's a little circuitous. I don't even know what that word means. You already lost me. <laughs> uh, Vinny, when you go to the movies, you think to yourself in a way, it's like anything is possible when I go to see this movie. But that's not exactly true. And as an example of that, I'm going to talk about the movie of Bohemian Rhapsody. Because... It's a movie about Freddie Mercury, right? Right. But it's not really like a movie about Freddie Mercury. Like, that's actually about his life. It's a movie about Freddie Mercury that the band Queen allows you to make so that you can get the rights to their songs. Yeah, that makes sense, especially since Freddie Mercury's dead, so he can't, like, shot for shot tell you his life. Right. But what I mean by that is just, like, you don't get full creative freedom when you make a movie like that. And in a lot of movies, there are, like, little boxes that make them only what's possible that we don't even really think about. What the Toxic Adventure is doing, what the whole point of it is, is to expand that box as much as possible. To be like, things that you don't think a movie can do, we're going to do in this. If you're like, we're not going to shoot a dog, they'd be like, we're going to shoot a dog. Or like, you're not going to point a gun at a toddler, be like, we're going to point a gun at a toddler. We're not going to run over a kid's head, we're like, we're going to run over a kid's head. And the point of all of this is not that they find those things inherently funny. It's just that when you watch a movie, you don't think that a movie can do that. So that's like pretty much the only reason to do it. All right, have you stuck with me so far, Finn? No, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I guess that's because you could follow through with that with Cannibal Holocaust, in a sense, where that movie tried to push many boundaries. That was... Yeah. Sort of different, and, like, the movie that they made was sort of the opposite of what they intended when they made it. So that's sort of a separate thing. So 
this movie is racist, it's homophobic, it's sexist, it's like annoying about mentally handicapped people. It's doing all of those things on purpose, so you can be mad at it. I'm not that mad because I'm like, I know what you're doing. I don't find it amusing, it, but it's the type of thing I might have found amusing earlier in my life when you start to rebel against like things in life and you're like, it's interesting to push boundaries on things just as a form of expression. Sure. But I'm 35 years old. <laughs> so is a movie like Toxic Avenger going to be that funny to me? No, not really. Sure. Is it like scary? No, no. not at all. Did I have fun watching it? No, <laughs> I was pretty mad. <laughs> so you're like, you're all all boxes, no. Whereas like me, I, it's like, I look back at it as like, wow, I can't believe... They got away with half of the crazy shit that they they did. And man, it's just it's a cult classic to so many people and it like it spawns so much shit. Yeah. I guess I just go back to the Jeff Goldblum line in Jurassic Park of like they spent so much time wondering whether or not they could that they didn't stop to wonder whether or not they should. I mean, whether or not they should or shouldn't, they made their money through throughout the years, and here we are. A lot. Oh no, they're in dire straits, like economically. They have been bankrupted for years. Well, it's... they cannot afford to make most of the movies they make now. No, but I think they do it. I don't think that their point was to really make like a lot of money, anyways. I mean, sure to make, but like enough to keep making the movies, which they already struggle to do. Sure, and they still are. Here and there, yeah. What's the last trauma movie you watched, Vid? I mean, I wasn't really a big trauma fan in general anyway, so I don't know. But it seems like they're still so I going. Would, I would contend they're not doing that well. But how well is well enough for them? Like, how well did, you know, do you talk to Lloyd Kaufman and go, do you want to be a... F-? Kaufman? I think it's Kaufman. Or is it Hoffman? Yeah. You say Kaufman weird. Oh. Well, I... Have you talked to him and say, hey, man, did you want to make... Yeah, I called Lloyd Kaufman up yesterday, and I said, Lloyd, how you doing? He's, he was like, Jake, he's, what have you been up to? Well, you'd be more that's like, like, Jake, how the fucking hell are you? Because that's, that's like, how he talks. You know, it's uh, going to be a new Toxic Avenger movie. And I was like, great, great. <laughs> it's just like, in a form of success through independent filmmaking, especially in like their own like world it's just like how much success do you really hope that they were gonna get they they clearly like they broke but i don't like you keep making this like argument that i guess that like oh like they spun off into all these other things like what does that have to do with whether or not you think it's good because like i don't give a shit what anyone else thinks about this no not really but i'm more or less where you're saying they're struggling it's just like i don't know if it really mattered if they were or weren't or if this is just something they do for fun yeah i don't know if well it wasn't fun for me <laughs> was it fun for you vid uh it was a little uncomfortable but it was mostly because uh, <laughs> it just because you're smoking dick <laughs> <laughs> no it just shines a light on like a lot of the ugly shit and it's just like you know here we are fucking what 40 something years separated from it almost 40 years not quite yeah and it's just like yeah like we don't laugh at stuff like that anymore so it's just like we're pretty far separated from it so it's 
it's just crazy to look at it now. Yeah, I don't... Anytime there's an 80s movie, there's, like, a part of you that's just like, man, the joke really just seems to be somebody is slightly different from me. Right. Yeah. A different time, man. Absolutely different. We are time traveling. I guess. So, that yeah. doesn't make it okay. But, again, I just... I solely do not believe that they made these movies on thinking, my God, we're going to make so much fucking money. Like, I think it was just just a fucking independent, like, film company just making wild shit. Okay. Vane, do you have anything else you want to talk about with Toxic Avenger? No. Let's let's move into our, our usual stuff. All right, Vinny. Uh, if you were anyone in this movie, who would you be? Oh boy, I don't know. That's a pretty fucking tough choice. I'm I'll, I'll probably I want to like probably like take the fucking easy route and just be like, um, I probably. <laughs> you know what? You go first. Hold on, let me think this through. Yeah, I guess I'm the dog because I also can't hold my breath that long. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna say. I wanted to be the dog because at least he got a quick exit out of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was in and out. That was a one-day shoot for him. Has a cup of coffee. It's pretty nice. Pretty good for him. Um, nah, that's pretty easy. I want to say that I'm one of the just the innocent bystanders on the street. Watching as the as fucking the Toxic Avenger walk past them fucking on fire. It's just like that's crazy. I gotta get to work. <laughs> yeah, basically. All right, um, Vinny, what is your most gifable moment? I, I think we would both contend there's quite a few of these. Yeah, there there is a lot. Um, I mean, <laughs> fucking. The nerd taking a fucking, like, dive out of the window from the second floor into the freaking, like, um, into the drum was pretty freaking wild. Where it's like, anytime you just want to escape, whatever you're, like, in something shitty, you're like, I'd rather dive out the fucking second floor window. Alright, for me, it's the drug dealer getting the weights through the face just to be, like, tough workout today. That's a good one. Um... Man, him ripping the fucking dude's arm off is pretty... It just... In the shot, it just looked completely accidental. (laughs) Alright, any specific situation for that? Where it's like... Don't forget to do your stretches, huh? (laughs) Alright. Yeah, that works. Alright, Vin. Is there anything else we want to talk about with Toxic Venture before we get to mail? Um... No, um, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm sorry if people, like, look at me as, like, like I, I don't know. Like, how dare you find, like, something in this to be somewhat enjoyable after it's so fucking terrible. But it's just, like, there's just little things in it that I'm, like, I kind of like it. But I don't like all the awful, you know, jokes and shit. So, I don't know. I just don't want a lot of, like splashback for that often oh, i don't even know if this is like the worst one you've picked so i wouldn't worry about that yeah like i said it's just like <clears throat> i picked it 
because it's problematic. And I feel like I wanted to do that because, well, it gets us to watch interesting shit on this podcast. And it's, I don't know, if it is uncomfortable to talk about, I mean, at least it's like something different to talk about. Nah, let's just go with another ghost movie where we're going down hallways. <laughs> Something's gonna make a noise and nothing's gonna be there, Finn. I don't know. Uh, I just like I get bored with like just the mundane, easy things. Like I, I wanted to like do something different, so Okay. Um well let us know if you're uh if you liked it or didn't like it. And Finny, speaking of uh letting us know did we receive any mail for this week? No, nah, we didn't. I was skimming through. All right. Well, uh, if people want to tell us how much they liked or didn't like Toxic Venture, where could they let us know? You could do so by filling our inbox at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. All right. Or if instead of any, they wanted to reach us on Twitter or Instagram... Our Twitter is DISBYPOD, and our Instagram is Did I Scare You Pod? One word. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to get to this week before I pick the movie for next week? Um, sure. Which I'm definitely not going over in my mind right now what I'm going to pick. <laughs> How about this? Um, I went to a sticker site. And oh, yes. I actually was able to die cut some pretty nice little looking uh, stickers. So here's the thing. I'm going to put them up on Instagram to show everybody. But the only way that you're going to get your hands on a sticker is you got to fucking email us. Oh, I like that. I like this gambit. Yeah, you have to email us, which means that. Um, I'm already going to give Meredith one because I fucking promised her she's, she's an OG. Yes. And she's emailed us a couple times. Yes. You get one automatically. I'm going to, I got to message you out after this episode. So she gets one and it's real simple folks. You just email in and you can talk about literally anything with us. Like we don't, yeah, we don't fucking, we'll read anything. We're sick fucks. Like we literally were reading like just recent twitter activity on our fucking podcast yeah we read like a ball thing <laughs> that emailed us once oh yeah that was probably a scam i think yeah yep smooth my balls i believe it was yeah that's right it gave a fake ad read for it it was great yes so if you want a sticker they're pretty nice i'm going to make more too depending on like I guess how many people really reach out and want stickers just email us email us let us know what's going on and then if you do i'll reach out to you for your address and i'll, I'll send you a little sticker and hey i i mean i got a lot of random shit hanging around so i might slide in a little something extra too oh <laughs> all right all right Vinny. well it is the time of the week where i will pick a movie I'm not stalling. I'm just talking to you and uh, all the folks at home. We love when we pick movies. It's definitely not something I'm having a hard time deciding. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I picked some of the other movies, we were all like, that was tremendous, because that's what we're going to watch next week. (laughs) And this time's no different, Vin. You know, I remember (laughs) as a little boy picking a movie. (laughs) 
It's just kind of like a little boy just wandering around aimlessly in Blockbuster saying, what movie do I want my parents to rent for us this week? Maybe maybe related. When I was an adult, I would often spend hours in Blockbuster before deciding on what to rent. I mean, I, I did that a lot in our local Blockbuster for video games because that was always just like a, well, if I rent it, that means I have it for a week. And if it sucks that is a waste of my fucking money so hmm. interesting all right Vinny. yeah i'm just gonna go for it we will be watching the movie that came out last year that stars vince vaughn it is blumhouse productions it is a body swap movie it's called freaky yes yeah it's a little i i hope a little lighter in tone although i don't know i guess you know, maybe they push the box of what's possible in this. <laughs> yeah, now that you spoke out your philosophical fucking reasoning for, like, these shock value movies, it's just like, oh, my God, Freaky did it. They pushed boundaries <laughs> that fucking Toxic Crusader didn't even know were there. They're like, that grandma got down with that dog. I've never seen it before. <laughs> I guess you were kind of hoping for that when you watched Pig, but... <laughs> No, he just he just watched out for pig bark. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, we'll watch Freaky. It's on HBO Max. Watch it along at home or don't. And I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh thank you as always to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Mo- Monster for our intro and outro. Uh check them out on Spotify. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host and America's sweetest, littlest brother, Vin. And, uh, hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady.